Today is Tuesday, September 29th, 2015, and this is episode 133 of the Defensive Security Podcast. My name is Jerry Bell, and tonight we have another special episode of the podcast for you. This episode was recorded at DerbyCon with a number of other podcasters, and uh, one thing I have learned is when you get a bunch of podcasters in the same room... A lot of crazy things can happen. I am not editing this episode, so if you are in a place where you don't want to have uh, profanity broadcast, you might want to wait until later to listen to this one. So with that... On three, two, one. This is uh, Ed Rojas at uh, PBC Sec. Uh, Brian Bray from Breaking Down Security. Andrew Callett from Defensive Security. Amanda Berlin from Hurricane Labs. Jerry Bell from Defensive Security. And our uh, sounding board, uh, I always say board, sounds like it's board, but it's B-O-A-R-D, extraordinary, Timothy DeBlock. We're actually in his room at uh, DerbyCon, <laughs> and it's live. Did we warn him we were all going to crash his room, or did we just No, show but him? we got to go ahead and rate his... Uh, Rate his. Does he have a mini yeah, he does. He does. We gotta rate it. Not for long. And we have we have some uh, some people that uh, wanted to see what a podcast looks like. Actually, really? something like that. Uh, live bastards. live studio audience. Won't they be disappointed? <laughs> Introduce yourselves, please. Come to the microphone. No, there's hundreds of them. Hundreds of them. <laughs> hey, Frank, uh, from working at Qualys and uh, AppSec primarily. John Demartoski, Blight Diamond Technology. Paul Coggin, Dynetics. Bubba Sick. <clears throat> Come on, man. Josh Huff uh, from Columbia, South Carolina. New student Newbie. to InfoSec. Don't forget Carolina. Carolina Espinosa, Menina Technology and Consulting, Menina Tech Sec on Twitter. Beautiful. <coughs> nice. nice. By the way, Paul, thank you for coming on our podcast. You are a scary sumbitch. <laughs> Things you can do with networks. Good lord. With MPLS, BGP. Oh. Not too many people can spell BGP. <laughs> I thought it was MPLS. MPLS. The is the most polarist. That depends how much you've had to drink. Oh, right on. When you're reading the RFCs. <laughs> so this is a cool experiment. We'll see if it works out. I know some of you have done it in the past where you get a group of uh, uh, InfoSec uh, podcasts together and see what happens so a lot of good? type a personalities trying to talk over each other typically. <laughs> really yeah i know shocking yeah mm. did we script something up because i i i have a few things here like, yeah. <laughs> as he looks at his hand yeah i'm all i'm all like nervous. you know this is an audio thing not a yeah people can't see you i have dude. a face for podcasts yeah. <laughs> we, all like, we, we all do we all do <laughs> So one of the things that we want to discuss is our experience here at DerbyCon, because we're coming live from DerbyCon. So what's been your experience so far, oh, Ms. Horik? You're the woman, so Sweet. and I'm from Colombia, so I know you know my manners. <laughs> I recognize neither gender nor race. <laughs> I, I see no person. color. Yes. Or, That's how you um, identify yourself, right? Yes. <laughs> yes. De-identification. Um, I actually started by going to Chris Hednegi's advanced OSINT class. 
and it was it was an absolutely amazing time. I learned a lot. We got a, a nice license for Maltigo. Nice. Um, did a kind of a little OSINT CTF towards the end. <coughs> it was a lot of fun. Me and my team won, um, and it was it was great. I really I think training and um, networking with people is probably my favorite part. Cool. You've done a lot of the. Um The talks or a lot of hallway. Con? I've made a couple talks, yeah. yeah. I mean, I always try and make my own. Which is important. Is this your first derby? This is my third derby. Third. Oh. Yes. Uh, the first She's one. She's a loose woman. The, what? <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Okay, oh. that made the blooper real. I try and, uh, and, and. We're done. And cut. So, so yeah, Ed just called me a whore. <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> so, is anybody else first derby con? Mine, I'm a virgin. Oh, really? Oh, me too. Really? really? Yeah, Way to yeah, try really. to salvage. It, well, it's because my company's too cheap. Uh, I mean, uh, my company is too awesome to not pay for mine. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, so, I've been wanting to come to DerbyCon for a long, long time. I haven't seen uh, Dave since I burned to Security Zone in Colombia four years ago. So, it was fantastic seeing how he's changed and oh, yeah. how awesome he looks and He's still the same old Dave. Doesn't matter, you know, how famous and uh, wealthy he gets. Uh, he's still same old Dave. He picked me up from the airport in his Tesla, put me in oh, the trunk, man. cut pile carpeting. It was so beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Nicest trunk ride I've ever been in. <laughs> At least that you remember. Yeah, yes. yeah, right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, of those that you remember. Yeah. <laughs> That's right, chloroform. <laughs> yeah, I actually learned the other day that it takes a while for chloroform to take it, take effect. Really? There is yeah. a story there. Yes. No, we don't want to go there. Flipper. That's why Jerry's yeah. still uh, conscious. That's true. Oh, right. That's true. It's still working. Well, sit still. He's squirmy. <laughs> He's wily that one. So, Jerry, this is your third this derby. This is my con. third derby. Con. And, and how has your experience been? Are, are you asking in general or this this one? No, this one. This one, or how do you compare it to the previous one? So you don't want to touch my knee. And that, that's a, and that, that was a question for Jerry, by the way. Oh, oh. <laughs> no. um, well, so I, I'll tell you, it has gotten a lot busier. You know, I, I think it's just marginally more people than last year. Mm -hmm. But the one thing I'll say is uh, most of the talks I've wanted to get into... I haven't been able to. <laughs> What's with the lines? Is that always yeah. a thing? Is that a yes, thing? Yes, that's always a thing. That's a thing. So you're okay. implying this is because of lines, not because you're just banned from the top. No, that's right. <laughs> okay, I'm just checking. A lot that's of right. lot of uh, TROs on you, a lot of temporary restraining orders? No, that's what temporary. <laughs> there's, a, there's a few. Temporary is the wrong word. Yeah. Um, Long-term restraining orders? Yeah. <laughs> that's right. So, so um, you know, I think there's quite a few popular, really, really popular... Uh, presenters and popular topics, and they draw substantial crowds. Well, I heard they're thinking of perhaps expanding this next year. I, that's just a rumor. It may be true, maybe not. He Are they expanding in the, in the introduction? In the yeah. Are they expanding to Colombia? Like for know. tactical edge? There you go. Oh, I plugged it. Oh, I plugged it. Yes. I just kidding. We need a plug bell. <laughs> you mean whenever I say tactical edge in bubble tackle? Oh, okay. So, so a good friend of ours that's here, John. Actually, he he, he made a very good comment about you know the uh, a lot of the talks and when when you when we were talking um, and and we all agree that it was it was a good a good comment about the talks that are mostly technical on how to break sure. stuff. 
Well, kind of one of the one ideas is you know a solution, and maybe obviously we all have to earn our living here. But you know, hey, we broke it. Awesome, we know how to do it. That's great. How do I improve the situation? How do I make the world a better place? You don't have to give away all your details or your magic sauce, but hey, here's ten things you can try to improve the situation and move on. So that was something maybe long term. You know, in any talk, we try to add that in if we can. Just buy the blinky box and all your problems will be solved. No, but I, I think I think that's a good point because again, I went to one of the <laughs> talks this morning, and I thought it had to do with social engineering, right? And you know, it was it looked good. And it was the typical, you know, here's how I do it to break into things. And once I break into things, I have lateral communicate, you know, lateral connectivity, whatever. And uh, then I can do phishing and I can do Google for OSINT and everything. I'm like, yes, I, I know. <laughs> We've seen that a lot, right? So somebody asked them the question at the end. He's like, so if, if the companies uh, set up a, a secure, you know, like uh, certificates and token uh, set up with encryption between, you know, basically a trusted network, will, how, do you, how will you break that? And... My guy was like, well, you know, uh, hmm, uh, that, well, I haven't seen that. I haven't seen any company do that in real life, right? But again, it goes to what John was saying. A solution. A solution. Tell us. If you break something, yeah. offer alternatives to fix or make it better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we all know things can be broken in. I mean, that's the whole, that's the whole idea of InfoSec, right? What do you think, Mr. Uh, what do I think? Um, com- <laughs> coming from a web app security background, um, that kind of feeds into a really good talk that I went to today um, that Bill Semp gave. Um, and so we, we, we talk about giving an alternative to these things. And this was, okay, so we know that there's all these vulnerabilities out there. How do you get programmers or developers to be able to fix these? Because obviously as InfoSec folk, we don't talk to developers the right way or vice versa. <laughs> yeah. So there's a little bit of a, a gap that needs to be mended there. And, you know, him offering that solution and helping uh, to, f- to fill the space there to get security people to talk to developers and vice versa nice. uh, was a, a welcoming there. So that was a, a really good talk that I went to today. Good. Um, didn't have a lot of the antics uh, from human hackers talk, but it, it was, a, it, it was a, you know, and that's good. DerbyCon, diverse talks, right? Yeah. That's some right. are fun and a lot of entertainment value and, and some are kind of... Uh, straight down to earth so that it was a, a pretty good mix so far but good. yeah off, offering a solution uh, is often um, you know a break it track fix it track teach me etc but it's also good that yeah I can do this well that's great well how can you make this what are your suggestions for uh, making that you know not exploitable or etc cool so yeah. yeah there's definitely a lack of appeal almost or to blue team type talks that, that a lot of folks want to see the red team stuff I want to see purple because it's, red it's, team is more glamorous mm-hmm. it's sexy mm-hmm. yeah. I want to see purple though I want to see both sides of it I, yeah. I think those are the ones that are um, I don't know maybe I just I'm getting old but those are the <laughs> ones I feel like I want to I want to be a part of more often yeah. than not I want to see the yeah. purple stuff so I want to see both sides and that's what Carlos Perez was talking about yesterday right about both sides uh, working in the shadows or whatever yeah. working red team and blue team to make yeah. your famous we had purple. Mick Douglas on, on our podcast and he had mentioned that yeah he, he likes both sides because you can see it from both sides and you need to be able, as a red guy, to be able to solve the problem because if you just drop a 500-page report on somebody and go, eh, here's all your problems, I'm out, yeah. you know, well, you're not helping them. It's certainly not 
consistent across all pen testers, but a number of the pen testers I've met have had this arrogance of there's nothing you can do to stop me. I will always own you. So they're not necessarily interested in solving the problem. That's not. Well, that's they're they're bread on ba- Yeah, that's, not mean, what they're, that's also not what they're paid for, though. Right. Right. Yeah. So, what do you, what, that, in an extent, to an extent, they're kind of the product of their environment. Absolutely. Right? Do you think companies should well, scope they're that? They're doing their job. I mean, that's they're, not they're, there are valid red team engagements where it's just a scope to find the hole, and yeah. you know that that's a valid engagement, just as building a effective, um, you know, incident response or blue team engagement. Mm-hmm. And that know, kind of stuff, I think, should be like. A, a, I mean, that's going to be a spot check when you do, you know, the red team engagement. That's a point in time. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Mm-hmm. The, the purple team should be always ongoing. And, absolutely. I mean, internally. Sure. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> we run out of topics. No, I'm just kidding. Um, so one of the things that we see, that I'm seeing here, a lot being my first uh, event, um, is that um, I like the atmosphere. I personally like the atmosphere. Definitely. I think that everyone is very reachable. And I, I was telling somebody, yes, we're, we're very, as a, as a community, we're very introvert. We, we, we don't go out and say, hey, how you doing? You know? But if you actually go and make that step, ex- except Amanda, she's the only one that comes and hugs you. <laughs> she's mean. She's fierce. But, but if you actually want to talk to somebody and you just hang, you, you're on your own hanging at the bar and you, you don't saying, know anyone. Are you saying she's aggressively nice? Yes, yes, very yes. nice. Sorry. Yeah, okay. that, no, I mean, that, that explains, that's me in a nutshell. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> I, was, I was making the joke with someone earlier today that, you know, we should, on Twitter, we should post, like, pictures of our shoes, right? So we, yeah, <laughs> shoes line, right? Yeah. I, saw, I saw something. So, yeah. so, so, so we know who, you know, who each other are. Oh, because they went, oh! That's awesome. I also awesome. think there should be. Name tag. Twitter handle. Yeah, there should be, there should well, be a sticker on the badge or when, something. Yeah, and and yeah, that's, one, that's one of the things that we did at Besides Nashville is, is when the first one that we did, we had the uh, the tags, and then we gave everyone a Sharpie, and you put your name in there, whatever you want to put. So some people were funny. Right? Then you have 10 people, you know, 20 people being Greg Bia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Greg, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, he was all over the place. Street again. <laughs> and clearly we need like a, a red or a green sticker for whether or not you accept hugs. Because this is an important... I would no. go around and put green stickers like unbeknownst to... I thought if you came to DerbyCon, it, it was that you were hug friendly. No, yes, no. Yes, 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 that yes. mentality is raping women. It's called oh, sure. hey, no, we're not oh, going to go there. We're not going to go there. <laughs> so one thing I want to comment. <laughs> one thing I want, it, it, it's personal hygiene. I have I have not experienced any you know slapping slapping the face type of uh, odor. No, but oh, you know, but but odor. yeah, odor. but I think oh, yeah. I, odor. But I think that, that <laughs> hygiene is working your... very well in this in this event. Well, this, this Amtrak train just ran off. Yeah. 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 It's cleaner. It's a nice it's clean Derby con. Wait, wait, wait. I, I would just like to just stop and say we are we're trying to uh, you know convey how great this show is by talking about how people are not offensively stinky. <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is that the best we are to say? About? No, we're no, but but. No, but we started talking about personalities, right? So, uh, so that that's a plus. It means that it's, it's moving forward. Um, one of the things. So, so there was a nine-year-old today that was giving a presentation. Ruben. Yep. Ruben Paul. No. Oh, no. 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 I, I didn't see it. I didn't see it. My third year pretty right. You saw it. I did, in fact, see it. Uh, yeah. I uh, I went because I'm actually. Uh, if you are not a BreakSec listener, I will be interviewing him and his father uh, in an hour or two, and. I was 
Gods, this is. Um, I was hoping it's not the pretty hype machine that everybody had believed it to be. In the InfoSec community, there's things that we like to latch on to, both really? positive and negative. <laughs> that um, that some people uh, are very polarized about. Hug Gate, Jer- uh, and Jerry and Andrew, um, <clears throat> and I wanted to see if it was for we're, real. We're just a topic. You yeah. are. People are very controversial. <laughs> I mean, people love you or hate you. Oh, there's no yeah. in between. And, and Not many love you. Depending on but... the time of day. Yeah. <laughs> so I wanted to find out if Still you know he actually you know he he presents well. Um, I think his talk was probably better than some I've seen on Iron Geek's website. I would probably, and I learned how to use SET, Social Engineering Toolkit, from a freaking nine-year-old, which That's... I don't know if that makes me, you know, sad, or, um, you know. I you learned I, it from Mr. Robot. <laughs> I don't watch Mr. Robot. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't buy into that pretty high. But, but that, that goes in something that, that, I, that I truly believe everyone has something to teach. Doesn't matter what age or whatever they are, so, you know. And and we have we have a newbie here. Yeah, we need to make noob. him say it. It's, it's real time. <laughs> yes. Come on, noob. So because this is good. I mean, you're you're coming from basically outside trying to get into the industry. How are you being treated? How do you think you're being treated? Ooh, are, Michigan, the, do, Ooh, are Michigan State? Are people <laughs> are people That's accepting you or what? absolutely the the atmosphere is it's open. It's friendly. Um, last night, I, I talked to Jeff Mann for 15 minutes just because he said he had a background in crypto, which I didn't know. So I pulled out the little you know freebie beer crypto challenge that they gave out um, downstairs, talked to him for a little bit. Um, at Skoda's popped in, so obviously I went over and made a Heisenberg joke. And, nice. you know, it's just everybody is very open. Um, Tim introduced me to a couple members of, that were playing Capture the Flag based out of Charleston, and they were very willing to let me kind of see what each of them was working on. It's just, everybody's great. Wow. This must not be doing too well, because <laughs> super paranoid people wouldn't just be going, oh, what are you doing over the shoulder there? I believe they topped the leaderboard this morning. Wrong. Oh, okay. Was it Nova guys? It was um, yes. Dave Corsi. And yeah, with the uh, yeah. yeah. Their, okay. their handle is just the tip. I believe that's their team name. Yeah. <laughs> They're in first place. Yeah, they went from ninth to first overnight, I think. Yeah. Wow. Just, they worked overnight. They Actually, stayed overnight. Things. And nobody smells so far. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I think yeah. that's a big freaking plus. Yeah. I think that's a plus. So <clears throat> this reminds me a lot of what DEF CON was like maybe 15 years ago. I absolutely agree with that. Yeah. Well, I'm not that old, so but, I don't remember. And uh, <laughs> this is my second derby. Um, and I always have these plans to go to lots of talks. And then I make like a tenth of them and end up really enjoying and getting a lot of value out of just talking to people, uh, you know, doing a hallway con and bar con. Um, but I'm also bitter because my talk was rejected, but that was my fault. But uh, Oh, uh, you got burned by somebody going up the stairs. No, it wasn't yeah, her. No, it was... It was... Totten. Yes. My talk got accepted. Oops. No, I was... I was making fun of her because she wasn't hanging out with us. I'm like, oh, now that you're a speaker, you're too cool to hang out with us. She goes, I've got a talk to give. She said, if your talk was accepted, you would know what that's like. Oh, like Burn. But no, um, I think Derby is an excellent conference. Uh, yeah. You get a lot of really, really experienced folks who are very open and giving. Um, and 
I think it's a very approachable con. It's not like ShmooCon, which sells out in 30 seconds, which drives me crazy. Yeah. F5, that's no more? Like F5 Shmoo. is not your frame? <laughs> no, no, Shmoo is a great con. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. It's just tough to get The in. logistics of it frustrate me. Well, yeah. Yeah, but the no. Hill in, but it's in D.C. Yeah, yeah. No, don't get me wrong. I've, I've always enjoyed going to ShmooCon, but it, it just frustrates me. DerbyCon is one that, you know, most folks, if they want to go, can go. Can go, yeah. So, um, so, so let me ask you a question, though. So... DerbyCon, there's the rumors that it's going to be getting bigger. If it's such a good con, why make it bigger? Doesn't bigger mean suck? Not really. Doesn't have Look at DevCon and Black Hat. They're calling that VendorCon now. It's the new RSA. It is, but Dave also, they also do a great job of controlling the vendors that come in. They sell out vendor spots, and if you get shitty feedback, they don't let you sponsor next year. Nice. So it's not like RSA or Black Hat where they're going to take all of your money and they'll be like, oh, you want to sponsor Platinum? Sure, pay us. You're here. Set up this giant thing. Here, if you you get negative feedback or anything or you can't contribute, they yeah. want contribution to the con from vendors. They don't want just the money, right? Yeah. So I think that that is a little bit unique that they control that. And I come from both sides of it, so I don't know. I think they do a really good job with that and keeping it nice. I mean, from a vendor perspective. See, I don't, I don't have any frame of reference. This is my first con. I've been to B side Seattle. But there are like 150. Wait, this there, is so. your first what? con? Oh my goodness! Why are you even speaking? You have no. Why don't you shut viable. your pork trap? Why don't you shut your pork trap? Because it's actually been working and not. Oh, I've been helping people get jobs and shit and stuff. I've got to spend, you know, the trust fund money somewhere. Uh, market. Yeah. Yeah. So, so one of the things that I like is, is I really like being able to meet people that I wanted to meet that I haven't met in a while. Yeah. So, so you guys are the kind of sec I never met, and uh, just running to you guys here and it's were fantastic. You, were you disappointed? Yes, a little bit, the but man that's okay. The legend. But that's okay. I thought you were taller and, and skinnier and thinner, <laughs> but that's okay. <laughs> More hair. Is that that what they tell you? That's what they tell me all the time. You're like ten years old. <laughs> so this is it's like online dating. He's like, okay, I'll play. I already Chat, paid my Chat money. Oh, <laughs> 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 you know what? That's the other thing. I'm actually happy about the the number of ladies I thought I'd see. I, I thought was, it was going to be big I sausage fest. So, it still it's, is. It's, it's, well, I know, but I mean, you can at least look in a direction and see a woman. Right. I, I think. And you should see a person. We have. We have. Well, yeah, lady, you didn't see gender. Oh, we have two people with oh, dresses right now. Brian speaking, by the way. Just Brian. Brian, Brian Brake. Brian Brake. Brake and security. His phone number is. doxing me. All I know is that I see two people wearing dresses in the table. I'm not calling them women. No, that was Larry Pesce. Oh. And that was a kilt. <laughs> oh, that was a kilt. Oh, that was a kilt. Yeah. He looks like a girl. Let me just. Oh! That was an Amanda. No, Larry. Yeah. Let me just apologize now to everybody attempting to listen to this. <laughs> I understand how confusing this must be to listen because it's really confusing just being here. <laughs> it's not, any, it's not any better in the room. Let's, let's, let's be very clear about that. Yeah. So, so no, I mean, I, I'm very happy with what's going on. I, yeah. I've learned a lot so far I'm out, about, you know, I spoke with, with John. We went out to lunch today and uh, spoke about DLP, which was, was fantastic. He's Mr. DLP. If anybody has questions on DLP, talk to Mr. John from Diamond, Black Diamond. Black Diamond. Black Diamond. Isn't that just a fancy regex? 
Oh! Don't be lighting it. There's, there's lots of different things we can do. See, I thought DP was something completely different. It yeah. is. No, it's DLP L. is just L. with an added L. 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 L for loser. Yeah. Oh. Don't lose me, please. Is that what DLP please stands for? <laughs> so you were, you were asking me this is my first real con. Yeah. yeah. Right. So and probably your last. Well, the way things are going. So... It's, it was your first con or your first derby? Con! This is my first conference. Con ever, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah my just, first experience at a con was way different than later on, but it's so, the difference between being married and single. <laughs> yeah. So going, so, so, so going back, leaving that topic. And I said, there is a story there. You keep giving oh. these bits of stories. <laughs> Well, none of us will be elected to Congress now. Yeah, so, so going through that topic and going back to to being being someone new in InfoSec. So, a couple of things that I that I told him yesterday and, and helped me out if I'm wrong is I told him the one of the things coming into the InfoSec industry is one be very patient, right? Uh, you have to be very patient because it's a you come in. Excuse and, me, would you get to your point? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> if anybody didn't understand that, just think about it. Uh, that was good. Yeah, well, I got somewhere to be. So anyway, so again, so be patient. Be very patient. Um, he, he's doing it correctly because I, I asked. I said, you know, learn about networking first, right? Absolutely. Take your CCNA. Learn about networking because you need to know your basis of, of data networking. What's a switch? What's a VLAN? What's a router? A lot of people in InfoSec don't know that. And so, how do you expect them to? You have no idea what a freaking villain. You don't know how to, to spell MPLS? Oh, my goodness. I have people who do that for me. What, spell MPLS? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Minions. And, and then what I say to him is, like, once you start to understand about InfoSec, he's also doing A-plus security, correct? Yeah, security plus. Security plus, yeah. So once, once you get into it and you understand that it's a, a gazillion options within the field, select one that you like and then focus on that one, right? Except in lo- as long as it's not your uh, CISSP because you'll, <laughs> <laughs> you'll never live it down. But I don't know. I mean, that, 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 that's what I told them. What do you guys, what do you guys think? What do you guys think for newbies? Anyone that's a newbie coming into InfoSec listening to this crazy podcast, um, any. Anything you want to add? Anything you want to say? Ed, you're absolutely fucking wrong. No, I completely... Hey, uh, let's make sure that we got the uh, fucking wrong there. Uh. <laughs> I, I think you're absolutely correct on having the foundation of networking knowledge first. I think that is so key. Yeah. Um, you know, the other thing I would say is if you've got operational experience, it makes InfoSec a lot easier. What do you mean by operational experience? If you've been a system admin, if you've been yes. a network admin, if yes. you've been help desk, if you've been a user or not a user, but an admin in IT first. Everyone should have done a stint in hell desk at some point. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Just a little bit. Yes. Learn how to code something, just understanding I mean, what you're looking yeah. at. The, at least. It's and very important. The I mean, next, very important. Yeah, and, and if the, you can't do security, get into compliance. Right. It's easy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Check that box, mother. <laughs> and, you know, the next thing I would say is that understand business. Understand how companies make money what it is they need to do to make money because ultimately we are at tension with with business Mm -hmm. and so we need to understand the risk trade-off that business has to do a lot of people new into security think that there's an absolute black and white and it's far more nuanced and it takes a a lot of effort to remember and not believe our own hype that at the end of the day this is about business and to be able to talk to the business people as well. Yeah. Not only understand it, but be able to talk to them at their level and, and be able to explain things, not extremely simple, but simple enough that they understand what 
That's true. And I want to give Jerry some props, uh, Jerry Bell, on his website. He put together a whole section on if you're new and you want to get in the industry. Oh, really? Um, what to do. So pages and pages. Uh, t- yeah, that, that, that's very good treat, uh, you know, uh, treat for a, for a, uh, a podcaster, right? Uh, be very silent. Mm-hmm. What's your, what link is it on? Uh, if you go to defensivesecurity.org, it's on the, uh, there's a link on the front page. It's called Entering the InfoSec Base. That's pretty, that's pretty good. By the way, he's using WordPress 6, so Ooh. get after that, folks. <laughs> challenge challenge <laughs> thrown <laughs> so one of the things also I go with Amanda was saying about uh, 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 things outside the technology mm-hmm. uh, be able to you know proper communication um, when I was in the technology when I was starting one of the, I realized that you know with my accent which I used to have an accent in the past I don't have it anymore but in, <laughs> but in the past um, you know I, I didn't want to talk. I, I, I thought people didn't understand me, and I knew that was a big, you know, holding yeah. me back, right? Huh? Um, yes, what? exactly. So, okay. so I went and I took, I took, okay. <laughs> I like that. One. It's, it's K, not K. Um, so I took a Dale Carnegie course, right? How to, oh, how to, oh. uh, you know, speak, speak in public. How oh. to um, nice. uh, make friends that influence people. Mm. And I, I, you know, you just get the, the beginning of it. And it gives you the, uh, the 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 strength to actually. Do you think it helped? To, I mean, yeah, I thought it helped a lot. Right on. I think I, I really think, by the way, communication and uh, particularly writing and speaking are uh, nonverbal, baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we had some nonverbal communication going. It on. wasn't me this time. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, I, I think that's a that's something that a lot of people don't focus on, yes. but is critically important. Right, because you know a lot of people don't write well, especially these days in the age of spell check. Oh my and, goodness! And it's true, and, and, and that is higher tech writer highly more, more important. My my spelling is degraded to the point of yeah, autocorrect will figure it out. <laughs> yeah, but but one of the things is it, it's funny that you mentioned that because every time you look at um, at a job posting, right, mm-hmm. some of the requirements is high, you know, level communication <laughs> skills, presentation skills, and I'm like, really. <laughs> well, they, yeah, they put that there just because they have to, and it's yeah. normal. But here's, think. The, here's but the it's thing: helpful. In, in the IT, especially in the security world, what do you, what do people focus on? How do I, you know, how do I write exploits? How do I reverse engineer malware? How do I run a pen test? How do I use Kali? How do I do this? How do I do that? Very few people are focusing on how do I write a report. Yes. Well, because the heavy skills are what they really need. The light skills will come later. When, in fact, huh. the light uh, skills are the writing not, reports, talking get, to devs. You're not going to get the opportunity to exercise those <laughs> technical it's skills. Part of offering the solutions, writing it up. Right. You know, it. One, one thing, too, that, that this conversation reminded that I want to say earlier on recommendations is, and this is a little bit controversial or whatever, but you know, one thing that I think people mistake is knowing how to run a security tool is a skill set but does not make you a security person. Absolutely. In other words, if you know how to admin DLP, that does not make you a security person. Really? You could use my motto that I throw in every talk, and that's training trumps tools. So Training well, trumps no. tools. That. I mean, but you need, to, you need to have the understanding and the training. Right, the that's skills. where I'm going. Yeah. I see folks who, yeah, I'm a really good firewall admin. That's great, but do you understand the implications of what you're doing? Mm-hmm. And I don't mean that technically. I mean holistically around security. So what I'd say is most people start with this skill set around a certain tool set, 
But the problem that I have is most people learn about security based on the vendor's view of security yes. and their marketing. So it's a great place to start, but as I've gotten further in this industry, I've realized you have to expand far beyond just, yeah, I know how to run some tools, if that makes any sense. No, no, that, that's absolutely right, because uh, a long time ago when I had my company in, in South America and, uh, you know, go talk to the people there, uh, people like, yes, I'm an uh, information security expert. I'm like, really? So explain to me what you mean by that. Yeah, I can, uh, you know, configure Palo Alto firewalls. Right. I was like, okay, so you're wow. a firewall admin. That's, that's awesome. that. And that's, you're a Palo Alto firewall admin. I'm yeah. sorry. Now, to be clear, that's a very valuable skill set. It is extremely. But you, but you can't go and sell yourself as an Correct. information security professional or expert to clients. And, and you know, because, yeah. again, it messes it's up narrow, everything. For the real professionals yeah. like us. It's not a bad place to start, I would just say. <laughs> Absolutely. It's, Absolutely. You know, the, the deeper you get into it, the more you realize that, you know, that's one small slice of a huge pie. Yeah. I guess. Another topic that is on everybody's mind is that the question about not enough InfoSec professionals in the industry. Um, so, so I, I, I'm on the, on the side that says that that's bullshit. I'm on the side that says that there's a lot of generalists and yeah. that it's a good idea to be a generalist. Um, and, uh, and, you know, the, the, the thing is, for example, in this room, if we're interviewing for a position where they need a DLP expert, all of us will not make it except John. Right, but it's the same thing with red team. It's not my domain. Right. Right. Exactly. exactly. You know what I mean? And so you, you can be a generalist, but you can also be a specialist, too. Ex yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. But, but a lot of the time where they, 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 they call, he's like, you know, you, you're fantastic, and, uh, or, or you look for on the, on the uh, help ads or whatever you want to call it and they're looking for people with very specific yeah, skills right. you're not going to find it and they're like there's a shortage it's like no there's a fucking shortage for anyone that can do hey, this specific thing your uncle Craig isn't going to find your talent <laughs> <laughs> I've, seen, I've seen two you know, I, I've made two observations in this area and n number one is a lot a, a lot of I think what is being referred to as you know the cyber security talent now is kind of hardcore red team. For better or for worse, I don't know why that is, but there just seems to be this equation of security people to red team. And, and the other is that I, I'm pretty convinced that when organizations in the government will not say that there's a shortage of talent, what they're really saying is there's a shortage of talent at the price they want to pay. Ah, okay. That's a different story. <clears throat> Yeah. And I, I think there would be a shortage. No, I'll let you go ahead. And I think there would be a shortage if if businesses actually hired for the security roles they needed, or like, they don't even have the, the roles. remote work. I, so, uh, remote work is huge for us because if you look in a, a single geographic area and need somebody to come into that office every day, you might not be able to fill all your specialty roles. Um, the team I manage. Or we have people all over the world. So we have people in France, Armenia, India, California, Texas. I mean, everywhere. We get our talent where we can get it. It's, it's, it's pretty much global at this point. So I'm not saying that that's a fit for everybody, but if you're looking at a shortage in a particular geographic area for someone to come in and be an uh, uh, identity management expert that I'm looking in, you know, 
Sioux Falls and I need someone to come into this office every day, you may not find that talent there. In just Sioux May Falls. you won't. Right. Yeah, right. 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 And are you going to pay for them to move? Probably not. Right. Or are they going to even but, want to move? But again, they come sure. back down to the point where you are not willing to pay. Sure. Market rate. The yeah. mar- you but know, yeah. Market you rate or not, I'm remote positions are going to be far easier for if it fits your business model. I agree. I agree. And I'm just saying that if, if you paid enough, people would move to some oh, sure. parts, right? That's uh, well, well now. Uh, <laughs> I mean, look, you've paid me enough. I'll move to some So parts. that's what you're saying. But, yeah, I'll do it after a few years. But if you, yeah. want, something, if you want a True. specialty and your local, you know, 60 mile radius, like you said, yeah, it's not going to happen. Good luck. There might be zero. There might be two. So Jerry, what you're saying is that the, the, the market rate is that they're not paying enough or they're paying too much? I, think I don't think they're paying enough. I mean, I, I, okay. I think there's an expectation that, and this is, you know, IT is, look, IT is commoditizing, right? It, IT is rapidly commoditizing. <laughs> IT security is becoming more and more prominent, but at the same, but as, a, as an aggregate, we're part of IT, and IT is, is commoditizing. The expectation is that the overall costs of that shrink. And so the, 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 appetite to pay money is is dwindling and so I think the macro message to at least to me is you know there, there's there's talent out there and um, you know it, it just it's going to cost you more right and you're not we're not going to get it for what we want to pay you're not going to get a fifty thousand dollar a year you know expert it's just no, absolutely not it's just not going to happen that's willing to relocate too this willing to relocate yeah. the same The jobs that I have filled with my clients this year so, have all been 100 percent remote, nationwide. That's our. So that's so, our, so where's the disconnect? Is that an HR issue? Well, is that the market that's making it? Issue. HR it's, is a an it's a culture issue. It's a culture issue. Companies, some companies, still think you need an ass and a seat. Yeah. Instead yeah. of an ass and a Skype seat, right. a thousand miles away. Right. You know, well, there's no, that's true. Right. HR is a huge yeah. problem. I, I, will, I will also tell you, having run the the, the podcast, but hold up for a second sure. because I want to comment on that. We're also yeah. talking about communication issues. Yeah, and exactly. in person communication issues usually, whether we like it or not, go better than remote communication. That's Absolutely, right. exactly. So there is that's what it plans for. I mean, <laughs> you have team meetings, you bring people together. I mean, again, if it fits the business model, it doesn't do work for everybody. I'm not saying it's great, but I, because I love working remote, I, I worked it over ten years. Um, but I've also seen the power of, hey, I could walk over to somebody's office or cube, have an in-person, face-to-face, ad hoc conversation. That also depends, I think, what you're doing, what your job duties are. If you're more managerial, if you're directing or you're playing politics, that in-person's key. Mm -hmm. But if if you're just getting paid a red team, blue team, this team, whatever... It's a little less important, in my opinion. Yeah, it depends. They're in your office every day. But if you're, you know, for instance, I work as a as a security architect for a bank. Mm -hmm. So if Mm -hmm. I'm trying to influence and work with a team to, you know, developers whatever to get them to, you know, one trust me, bring me into loop earlier, um, try to include the security team, all of that. Sadly, whether we like it or not, is at this stage in in life, rapport building rather than it is actual policy and process. Because we were talking about this like on the drive up. When you look at the security profession versus the legal profession, we're both doing the same things. We're both advising leadership in business how to avoid risk. Yet legal is incredibly well built into business function. And security still isn't. So we're sort of trying to beg our way into the conversation (laughs) while legal is there all the time. Doing the same thing, advising leadership. And the leadership can 
choose to listen to them or not. Um, kind of the same thing we're doing, at least from a, from a blue team side. Um, and I'm hoping, you know, as business sort of process evolves, that security will get more baked in. Because the other thing we're talking about, well, I've seen over and over and over again, if we're baking in security architecture early in an entire process, we do so much better. Right. And that is so difficult but to do right now. But, you know, it, God, I remember talking about this in the 90s, right? About, you know, not making security bolt-on. And here we are. It's 2015, and we're still having, we're still in this position where the security people bolt their shit on well, afterwards. And, or know. they're part of IT. And then that's, the, you know, it's, it's a function of IT, and it, it really shouldn't be. And, uh, and legal is not, you know, a function of HR. It's its mm-hmm. own entity. But, that can advise. But, but 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 here's the thing. This is what I was telling John this morning. Um, I'm a network guy, right? I worked in networking for 25 years or 20-something years, right? And as a networking guy, I went ahead and I designed networks from the ground up to be scalable, fast, blah, 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 blah. That that's, There's communication, right? End-to-end communication, right? So I, I, I set up multiple switches, multiple routers. I set up my VLANs. Everything is segmented. And, and what's my last test as a network guy? I ping from work, workstation A to multiple points within the network to make mm-hmm. sure there's communication. Why? That's my freaking job. My job is to set up a network that's end-to-end communication, right? Once I finish, I'm done. Oh, security? Oh, now you mean segmenta- you know, adding segregation to the right. segmentation? Oh, that's InfoSec, right? And that's, It's and contrary to your job. Exactly, yeah. because InfoSec is trying to yeah. stop that end-to-end communication where the networking engineer was tasked to create a network that's end-to-end communication. That, I think, as a network guy coming into InfoSec, seeing that from the from a different point of view, I'm like, holy crap. If somebody would have said something to me when I was designing those networks, yes, I would have designed it the same way, right? Absolutely, because you have your segmentations, your VLANs, and everything. But at some point, I will like, we need to put some firewalls here, and we need to con- control the way communication flows between this, because at that point, I would understand mm-hmm. what it means. And again, like you said, 1990s, we're still talking about it, right? Yes, yeah. I've been doing networking since 1980-something, freaking when uh, Novell Netware, 3 com 3 plus share, uh, uh, Banyan Vines was around. Wow. That's yeah. a long <laughs> wow. time ago. Look, you did that. I'm showing my age I'm, because I'm, I recognize those. I'm 49 signs. years old. That's a Wednesday, so happy birthday happy to me. Day. Day. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. So 49? No. And at the end. And uh, because that's what we do at PVC Sec in an honor because it, all of us are here. We didn't do a intro song or in, in you know. So we're going to do an outro uh, happy, happy birthday. birthday. Thank you very much. But that, that's what I, that was our, so. So, you know, you make a good point, too, of, of how, like, network folks are very siloed, yes. right, and, and systems. Whereas, think about building a building, right? You've got the general contractor, you've got the architects, and you've got, you've got all <laughs> yeah. these specifics who have to work together. And, and the guys who, who pour the concrete don't try to do the plumbing. Absolutely. But they know that all these systems have to function together properly. We don't do that in IT. No, we don't. Uh, and, and this, in my mind, comes back to a leadership sort of mindset yeah. in terms of guidance yeah. to the teams. Yeah. Um, and and I, I'm not trying to do the same old nobody listens to security. I just don't think that mindset is out there because we also have this concept of I'm an IT guy. I can do anything. Yeah. Well, again, security is a bolt-on. You know, like, oh, well, we need security. Holy crap. Let's put it in there. Oh, yeah. 
you mean the architect should be involved beforehand? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so, so one of the you know one of the things I've I've observed having been the garbage man after some really significant breaches, I've gotten a chance to talk to the people who were involved in designing and managing the environments, and the thing that that strikes me every time I have that a discussion with those people, they never conceived of the way in which the attack happened. They, they, it just, no it, in their mind, that was an impossibility. Exactly. They did not understand exactly. how this chain of events could propagate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Villains are isolated. Hey, I can't talk to anybody else unless I allow it to. Wrong. Because now, when you, when you go and you show a network guy, well, if I, if I hack this one computer and I pawn this computer and I have lateral communication... Well, yeah, because that's what networks do. They allow you to communicate anywhere. Uh, Yeah, that's fucking wrong. (laughs) Right? So, so, uh, anyhow. um, So so here's an issue that I see, sorry, coming in the future. And I think Paul, Mr. Mr. Paul Cogan, can come in here and talk a little bit more about this, is SDN (laughs) technology. To me, SDN coming down, it's a big issue for a couple of reasons. One, it's software, right? Software-defined networking. Um, It's virtual. So... We're going to start going into into the realm of under whose authority would an SDN network come under? I know from a fact because when we were when when we I was doing networking, Blade servers came out right, and Blade servers came out with built-in bridge bridges right? right, but the bridge does not belong to the network group. It's a server. It's belonged to the to the server, so it belongs to the server group. Server group has no idea about. 802.1Q, about VLANs, about nothing else. Yeah, so they, they, they see two, the two ports. Oh, I plug in this one here, I plug in this over here, and now we have a nice broadcast storm, right? And But so there was a fight between the server groups and the network group. Who owns that bridge in the built-in server? SDN is coming. Who the hell is going to own that? Mr. Paul Cogan. Well, the network guys are going to have to become developers. They're going to have to know how to program. Oops, that's a lot of us out of business. I don't know how to program. The network engineer is going to have to code. What is that? It's, it's the network apocalypse. Uh-huh. The old days of being a router CLI, <laughs> slinging CLI, being a you know, Cisco router guru. More than just it's all, you're going to have to know Python, Java. You're, I don't talk about you have to, to know security. APIs. That's the that's the future. You're going to have to uh, deal with it. But on top, on top I, I, I don't like it. But, I'm but, but to deal on, with it. But on top of that, you have to know security because now you're out, you have to create virtual firewalls, correct? Right. Well, you're a network guy. I never worked with a firewall when I was a network guy. Why? That's not my fucking job. Another mark there. Um, right? It's not my job to work with firewalls. I work with switches. I work with routers. Firewalls. That's that geek over there. Well, I'm on the geeky side now. I'm like, oh shit! They, what the hell is a, what the hell is a switch? What's a router? And now all of a sudden, the network guys are giving SDN. So again, I go SDN will reside on the servers, and the virtual servers. Who's going to own that? And that's going to be a humongous I'm, issue. I'm, work, I'm working on an extremely large SDN project. The software engineers are have huge influence over the project. Yes. Very little network. <coughs> the network, the network architecture is getting defined. The comms have got to be defined. But the developers are huge in defining 
how you know what we're gonna you know what we're gonna see you know what we're gonna see engineers are gonna lose influence you know what we're gonna see it's just reality it's the, I call it the network apocalypse, man. Yeah. Uh, we, we, we're going to see flat, <coughs> flat networks once again. The all flat networks. I don't know if we'll see, the, uh, know if we'll see it being, <laughs> as being flat, but uh, the operational control, you, you won't, it will not be enough to be to know a bunch of CLI anymore. Well, you just have to know you, how to program. Uh, but, you, but you just said that the software developers are in control more than the network developers. Software developers don't know anything about TCP/IP. They don't know how how to subnet IP. So right there, immediately, it's going to tell me, dude, we're going to have okay. flat freaking networks so, so, with, so, so with fifteen, twenty thousand so, clients in one flat network. So which, what you're going to see is uh, there's going to be somebody that's going to step up that has either development skills that's going to learn networking, or they're going to be a network guy that's that's. Uh, step into programming, mm-hmm. and they're going to be the guy, it, and it's going to be the bridge between both groups. Mm-hmm. And you, if you're a network guy like me, you've got to, to step up and do coding, or you're going to be the cobalt programmer. Oh man, words of wisdom! Words of wisdom by Bubba. I mean, I've heard from the I heard the other days that inside Cisco that that they're talking about that they see SEs becoming programmers. Mm. Damn, that's yeah, scary. I mean, it's just the way it's going to go. <laughs> Things are evolving. I personally long for the days of Alpatol, Banyan, Vines, Lad, <laughs> where things were you know nice and complicated and nobody bothered me because I understood what, how to what IPX, it. SPX, or something. It was all magic. You know? and it was all magic. You know, you know, had all the, new, the more protocols, the better. You know, the more complexity, the better. It's simplified. Mm-hmm. So we're going to see the comeback of Novel. Code is eating everything, and uh, now it's. Is are we going to see the comeback of Novell? Is Novell getting involved in SDN? I, I don't think. I, I doubt that. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> no. I do think. I do think that SDN, you know, is, as a as an entity, is going to drive a lot more complexity and nuance. Oh yes. And the, the, I mean, one of the concerns I have is we don't we do a pretty terrible job of designing things now. Holy crap. Now, I mean, <laughs> it's all committee based. Jesus. And everybody's got this their is, finger in the This pie. scares me. HTML5. We talked about HTML5 a couple of weeks ago. I Designed a, by a bunch of you know corporations with their own fingers in the pie. I had a conversation two years ago with a customer who was looking at SDN and wanted firewalls that automatically adjusted based on SDN. And I was trying oh. to convince them, you understand what the role of a firewall is, right? <laughs> and why that's a bad idea. And I was losing that argument. Because they want quick, easy, automatic deployment, and the firewall should be automatic. And so you're going to start losing. The network is the firewall. Self-healing right? networks, man. Come on. That's the NIPS. Because that, the because they, th- the firewall's in the way. Yeah, that's the point. <laughs> and mind you, just, yeah, exactly. you know, somebody just heard that comment over at Cisco, and they just creamed themselves. <laughs> we need that. We need to I, make that. That's the kind of thought leadership I provide. That's included in the cost. True. That's true. Uh, but you know, so if you've got the networking team and those guys, or even folks abstracted who've been sold the vision at a at a CFO CIO level. I see this driving security tools to be respecting SDN, which really scares me. Right. Um, But I see it as inevitable. When when a company like Google, for example, that they... Who? Yeah, little company with... I I know Alphabet now. Yeah. Um, I know know for a fact that all of their networks, internal corporate networks, is all going to be SDN. Mm -hmm. And, And they're the ones that are driving SDN because... 
they, they say the reason why it's holding it back is because there's no standard hardware out there right now. So they, they were telling me, or the engineers, oh, we make our own SDN switches now. Yeah. We, we go and we, but, tell the, we tell clients and uh, manufacturers, make this for us. But this is the way security has always been. We're always playing catch-up. Yeah, I mean, that, that, exactly. It's we, coming, right? Yeah. Doesn't it, matter. It's coming. It makes Here, too much fiscal sense. Yeah. And we're not, you know, security is secondary to the business need. It reminds me of like when VMware and virtual environments became really <laughs> prevalent. Yes. Security, all 20 years of security concepts broke immediately. Absolutely. And we had to take about five years to catch up uh, as an industry. And so probably the same damn thing's going to happen with SDN. It's uh, the apocalypse, like oh. Baba success. It's nice that... Paul will be there to scare us all to death with what he can do with them. <laughs> oh, man. We just all got to continue to learn. Yeah, yeah that's the key. No, I'm just going to get into construction. I'm just going to dig holes. I'm going to get into management. I don't have to think anymore. I want to <laughs> go into it's exotic dancing. A, an auditor. All right. Compliance. There you go. The opposite way. Yeah, exotic dancing where you pay me. To, uh, to keep my clothes on. Better yet, you could be a trainer for <laughs> auditors. Not even trainer for for auditors. Yes. <laughs> Come on. But you're absolutely right there. It's going to be interesting to see how the whole the old self-defending network oh, yeah. concept evolves around SDN. Mm -hmm. that's, what, that's what they want. Self-defending self network. network. Oh, my God. Oh. But, you know, I, I think it's it, Wait, somebody trademark that. I hear an active defense talk it, coming it up. It creates some new self-defending. That's, that's pretty good. That's going to be the name of a new company. We're going to start a new company right now called SDN Square. That's pretty good. There you go. Very nice. Like, I like the uh, the name. The logo is very short. Everyone can spell it. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good. Unlike BGP, that's harder to spell. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> and MPLS. MPLS is four letters. It was extremely difficult. So what's, uh, what's your parting shots for people listening to this podcast? Um, Start with Mr. Jerry. Uh, I'd say, you know, subscribe to each of our individual podcasts. <laughs> good Absolutely. job. Good job. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and you know, I, I, I think uh, kind of wherever wherever you're at, look for look for opportunities like DerbyCon. You know, because obviously not everybody can come to DerbyCon. Not everybody's in the US or, or you know, on this side of the country. Look for you know, look for your opportunity to to get together with people and network. This right. is that's the value of this, right? You know, all of these all of these talks are being recorded. Yes. So everybody, we can all watch them anytime. The value in in these cons is right here. You know, it's 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 talking in, in, in this room, in Jerry. Right now. Jerry Bell for president. Jerry Bell for president. If you can't make it, have derby con parties or something. Invite That's a bunch of people right. over and pop popcorn. Yeah, and, you and what Jerry really means is it's so you can get your next job. That's what he's really talking <laughs> yeah. about. I want to I add Jerry's thing. If you don't have anything in your area, make it. Yeah, absolutely. When I was in Seattle, I moved to Seattle two years ago. OWASP hadn't met in forever. ISACA, you got to pay 20 bucks for parking plus 35 for crap lunch. No offense. <laughs> you know, I was like... There's got to be something better that doesn't take me an hour to drive somewhere. So I started CSEC East, which is, you know, you get together to, at a restaurant, y'all BS, you have some, you know, adult beverage if you wish, some dinner, and you talk shop, you know, in a friendly environment. And uh, in, in the year we've had it running, we've got like 10 to 15 people from various organizations. 
Um, some noobs come over, like, looking for a job, so we try to help out with ideas for things like that. You know, if you don't have something in the area, make it. Yep. You know, the worst thing could happen is it's just you for a couple of months in a restaurant. They will show up eventually. Yeah, one That's of the happened. things one of the things that I learned um, in, in, my, in my professional life is don't be scared of doing new things or asking for help. The worst thing that can happen is you get a no and mm-hmm. nothing else happens. You don't freaking die. The world doesn't stop. Right, so don't be scared of going up to somebody. Um, if you if you have a question, and just ask them. Uh, a lot of people in the infosec industry, the majority I will say, are very nice, down to earth people, right. and they're willing to help and they're will, willing to share their time. And except John, he. You ask him about DLP, and he's like, uh, he's like, three hundred and fifty dollars an hour. I'm like, oh man. Vendor is a four letter word. So. So I, um, there was one good talk I did go to. Um, uh, Tonkoff and Security Moe did a mentorship podcast uh, interview, go. and I thought it was really, really good. Uh, I intend to have her on to talk about that. Uh, but you know, it's amazing how you fall into a mentor position. I didn't realize that I was a mentor, but apparently, being on a podcast is, is like a we, uh, we're mentoring like hundreds of thousands of people. That I'm pretty sure not that many people listen to. Our well, I, you know, our listener in Outer Mongolia, he's he's a big oh, fan. Oh, okay. So, uh, but you know, and then you've got people like CSEC East. By by doing organizations, you're joining organizations, you're spreading influence. You're you know, people want to seek you out when those things happen. I didn't realize that, and I felt uncomfortable. Sometimes they're seeking you out just to punch you. you yeah, realize exactly. That. I duck. Okay. I'm wily man. How about our uh, <laughs> our live podcast audience? Parting words. Keep learning. Oh, do we all get learning yeah. words? Yeah. Yes. I mean, did we keep learning? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's Andy and I have yeah. not. No, he, he chimed in. You didn't like, okay, come on. All right. Me? Absolutely. Ladies oh. first. All right. Um, That's enough. Yeah, I got enough. <laughs> 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 I'm glad we were impatient for that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no. Um, uh, I have to plug my own con, Circle City Con. Ding, ding. So, ding, ding. And Tactical Edge. Um, yeah, ding ding. Tech, 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 That's not your kind. No, if they pay me to go, I'll go. But you know, I don't pay nobody. <coughs> <coughs> I don't pay um, Circle City Con. Ding ding. Ding ding. And we're hiring at Hurricane Labs. Ding ding. Oh, nice. <laughs> and they do um, pay pay fair market value. We pay really well, and we have an amazing team. Ding 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 ding. And Cheetos. And my boss is probably going to listen to this, so I love you. <laughs> Please don't fire her. She's touching me inappropriately right now. <laughs> uh, but if you're letting her, so I get paid extra for that. Sure. That's true. So, Wait, that so. Wasn't her. Oh, oh. <laughs> Brian, hands, hands on the tail. Check, hand check. Come on. Uh, uh, so the la- you know my parting words is one thing that I've been. On many different sides of this industry, and I was on the vendor side for 10 years. Before that, I was on the user side for 10 years. Back on the user side, and the one thing that's sort of been hitting me over the head is, is I have to be patient. It takes a long time to get things done in, in existing organizations, contrary to the marketing happy world of vendors <laughs> yeah. saying, just buy this tool and it fixes everything, or just implement this policy. It is turning battleships to get things done, and um, it's a marathon, not a sprint. Perfect. Did you get that in a fortune cookie or something? I got your mom in a fortune cookie. So, <laughs> selfie time for those that are going to see us. Hey. hey. My lips Take froze. My oh, lips oh, froze. Oh. Good audio. What the hell? My lips froze. My face out. Anyway. Starting wars. Over here. Everyone nope, over here. it didn't work. <laughs> no, over here. Oh, yeah, over here. Come on. All right. Paul. Oh, everyone. 
No, it didn't work. Oh, hold on. We're still taking a selfie picture. This is the Come on, post. Have patience. Oh, that's oh, a That doesn't look like Samsung was Sims. Come on. There we go. <laughs> Get over here. Oh, man. Samsung. Yeah. <laughs> There nice. we go. Close that blind. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, one more, one more. Oh. You're worse than my grandma. Damn. You look like her, too. This is your I'm getting divorced. This is not it. All right. I will try yeah. not to ever grab the back of your head again. I'm sorry. No, I didn't say it was a bad thing. Oh. See the photo? Right. evidence. Yeah, you guys They're just going to be consequences. And now we feel the love as everyone in the room wishes me a happy birthday. Well, thank you very much. Mention all of our podcasts, so yeah, yeah, go, so we can cross again? pollinate. Go ahead, ready? Go again. Uh, I'm at BreakSec, B R A K E SEC, uh, breaking down security, uh, breakingsecurity.com. Ding ding. We're at uh, pbcsec.com, at pbcsec, and at Tactical Edge. Ding ding. My job. Go ahead. You're next. Oh, oh, uh, Defensive Security Podcast. Uh, my name is Andrew Callett at Lerg, L E R G, on Twitter. Ding ding. <laughs> <laughs> Amanda Berlin at InfoSister and at Hurricane Labs. Ding ding. I am uh, Jerry Bell at Malicious Link, and uh, you can find our podcast at DefensiveSec or www.defensivesecurity.org. You get no dings. And don't forget, ding, ding, ding. and don't forget Circle City Con. Oh, yeah. And Circle, Circle City Con. And, and, and Tactical and Edge in Bogota, Colombia. Derbycon is over. Derby, yeah. Derby is not over. But thank you, Derbycon, for hosting us. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. Allowing us to spend Ooh, the money here. Plus Bye-bye. one, we'll do again or something. Plus, yeah. plus, ten, plus, ten, plus. ten out of ten, yeah, we'll do ten again. Ten of ten. Yeah. If, you made, if you made it to the end of this podcast, God love you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For all two of you still listening. Yeah. Hi, Mom. And <laughs> <laughs> hey, Ralph, she loves her so much. <laughs> she thinks I'm pretty. <laughs> Well, thanks, guys, for coming. I appreciate that. It's, it's pretty cool. It's, it's, right. it's always when nice. When does the real podcast start? <laughs> <laughs> Oop. Oh, oh, it didn't oh, record it. Oh, it didn't record it. Oh, I'm oh, in. record. Oh. No. That's why we have plan B and plan C. All right. Now we, now we start the yeah. drinking con. Yeah. yeah. No, I have. All right, everybody yeah, off. Sorry, six the dogs on us. What dogs? Which one's the dog? <laughs> I, oh man, I was going to say something I really nasty, fast. but I actually did use my firewall because I'm, I'm, I'm thinking, I no, that would have been really, my really nasty. My filter is on. Oh yes, man. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. If you guys were to... Oh man. Wait, is that just... So there you have it. That was our podcast orgy from DerbyCon. I hope you liked it as much as we did recording it. Just a reminder, if you want to find back episodes of defensive security including ones where we are not having a podcast orgy go to our website www.defensivesecurity.org you'll find uh, at this point 132 previous episodes for your listening pleasure Uh, you will also find links to the other podcasts that participated in the show Uh, if you do like this podcast please give us some love on itunes that uh, you know that helps us feel good about ourselves, And uh, if you have any comments or questions, suggestions, whatever, 
Send us an email to info at defensivesecurity.org. Definitely love that. And uh, with that, we will talk again next week. Thank you very much. Hashtag hug gay. Well, that's <laughs> yoga gay. That's pretty much a given. But uh, yoga. Oh my god. More people? I think I grab ass more than anybody in any guy. Hey. <laughs> Come on in. Circle jerk. <laughs> what? <laughs> What's your turn? Uh, malicious link. Oh, I think I follow you already. Damn you. This is really neat. He's a popular Everyone guy. I told him it's just Yeah, we don't have to have a round table. It could be a semi-circular it's table. It's gorgeous. I told you. You need some mattifier, dude, awesome. before we go on your little shiny. I'll be right back. I gotta go shave. You need some mattifier, your little shiny. So, oh, really? Yeah. Like powder. Before we go yeah. on, yeah. Like powder I, I, yeah. I swear I don't stink. Somebody come sit down. <laughs> Where's my rider? I was told. I See, this is the funny part. I was told bottled water at exactly 63 degrees. This is what I find ironic about how, you know. The infosec industry is all terribly sexist and evil. It's like, minus one the star on are afraid of women. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we don't even know how to talk to him. Hi. Um, we don't know how to talk uh, to him. Oh, my God, she looked at me. Uh, <laughs> like I try to make school. it really easy by going up and just, like, bear-hugging everyone and right. then, like, running away. This guy came up to me yesterday. He's You're like, a girl. I heard, I heard you were handing out, giving out hugs. I'm like, yeah, sure, who are you? <laughs> and he just walks away. I'm like, what the fuck? Oh my god, it's a girl. My mom told me about these. Hey Josh. Hello. We're all staying here tonight. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it was like camping. Get comfortable. <laughs> Get cozy. Order pizzas in. What's your Twitter handle? Well, like we actually have a yeah. presenter here. Yeah. Two what? presenters. Uh-oh. On purpose? You presented two? Oh, that's right. Yes. I have Staple a, Talks, right? I'm a rejected Four presenter. Yeah, yeah in almost presenting. She works for the Rapid right? 7. No, it's rejected. Oh, I thought you were presenting. No. Nope. Oh, you ladies right, look uh, alike, so it's fine. Oh! 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 oh. So we just want to talk about shit. No! Oh! Bad! Yeah. I mistook you for... Bad! I mistook you for the lady who did the vulnerability manager. Did you just say that? McAvoy. Feel free. Uh, from Rapid 7. No. Sorry. Wow. I'll back up. It's all right. All you white boys. Oh, for fuck's sake. For InfoSec Gen? Yeah. Except the bone ones. Yes. I don't know half of boy, these people because nobody has the <laughs> oh! Twitters. Alright, so no. is this going to be a family friendly podcast? No. Everyone will edit this thing. It's going to start out. Everyone will edit this thing. Alright, so... Everyone will edit this thing? Huh? Everyone will edit this thing? Well, everyone is recording for their own podcast except, oh. except Hurricane hey, Labs. So Just release it. I don't I really and the fun part yeah. is we can all edit it differently. Exactly. And like, <laughs> that's not what was said. No, this is what was said. <laughs> I'm going to do a mixtape. There you go. <laughs> So All right, so ready? Three. Wait, what are we even talking four. about? Like, we should talk about uh, starting. We, we start. We talk about uh, you know what our experiences at DerbyCon, at one of the <laughs> premier <laughs> infosec. Uh, you know, I was assaulted by a woman who hugged me. Yeah, we can do intros. Uh, yeah. we, oh my god, can. I'm offended. Oh, oh dear. Wait. <laughs> and we can talk about. I need to. I need to talk about this on Twitter. Yes. So so. He licked my we can, and we can talk <laughs> about what, you know, a, a good topic is how do we welcome new people to InfoSec? Because he's, he, he's coming in, he's just coming into InfoSec. Very, right? very so, awkwardly. 
Very yeah. awkwardly with that's, a crotch grab and yeah. like. <laughs> so I, I, we, we can mandatory. talk about that and then from there we just take off. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. You don't taste very good. That's how I say hi. All right. So. You don't taste very good. Bye bye. Bye bye now. Bye bye. 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 Bye bye.